Welcome to the Entheogenic Midwife Podcast. I am Omolewa, your host. And today, I'm so excited. We will be joined by the wonderful Sharma, um, also known as Sharma Indigo. Good morning, Sharma. How are you? Grand Rising. I'm doing great. <laughs> um, especially knowing that I'm, I'm in the honor of speaking to you. Tell us about yourself, Sharma. I know you're the mother of two beautiful boys. You're a wonderful enema advocate. And also you practice the mucusless diet healing system. Um, mm-hmm. Tell us more about yourself. Thank you. Um, there's so much that is unfolding, <laughs> that is unfolding to me, you know, myself. Um, but right now, um, I am a mother of two, um, practicing the mucusless diet healing system, um, enema advocate, um, as well as a sacred woman as well. Um, you know, went through rites of passage, um, initiations, adversity, um, to get closer to the divine, you know, um, and I'm just the observer, <laughs> but also um, I do help women, um, you know, gain a better, gain better knowledge um, about their self, their body, their womb. Um, yeah, so pretty much everything that we're taught for someone else to know about you, um, I'm helping giving that information out. Yes, thank you so much for joining us. You have so many gifts to offer. This particular podcast is a divine portal, a divine feminine portal, and a sacred space for us to share our gifts, our knowledge, our wisdom, our experiences, and just reflect our realities upon one another um, on our journeys to healing and enlightenment, enlightenment, and just being a better, higher version of ourselves. As you know, I work with um, pregnant and birthing families, um, families that don't have children as well. I'm working in the sacred plant medicine space, um, holistic healing, um, and just all around spiritual empowerment and support. So I wanted to have you on today just to share your gifts because I definitely know that you have some tools that can assist so many of us on our journeys, whether we're parents or not, whether we're in the preconception phase, pregnancy, um, preparing to give birth, or in the postpartum. You have many gifts to assist so many of us along the way. So I would like you to maybe start with the mucusless diet healing system. Can you tell us more about that? Yes. So the mucusless diet healing system is written by Professor Arnold Eret. Um, like the late 1800s. <laughs> um, but that's where most of like holistic or um, health coaches, um, anything to do with nutrition and um, health in general, um, like they were inspired by him, by his work. And the mucusless diet healing system is used to transition out of the mucusless diet, um, sorry, out of um, mucus forming foods um, that aid to like uh, obstruct the body. So mm-hmm. the mucusless diet healing system is creating less obstruction and getting rid of it um, eventually. But um, that's like through bloodlines and generations, you know, is what I'm learning. It's not just now, like right now, you're doing all the work for the past generations before you, you know, this is a lot of work. (laughs) Um, Hopefully that doesn't sound too intimidating, but it definitely gives you somewhere where you can start. Um, And it, starts from where you are at, you know, not trying to be, you know, a fruitarian, breatharian, you know, but Arnold Eret did believe that we are all breatharian. 
um, to begin with. Um, and the body is an air gas engine and everything else is just obstructing it, you know, from the body um, breathing. Yes, what, what are some of the conditions and diseases that you feel um, are related to mucus within the body? All of them. <laughs> um, so they all have different names based off of where it is located in the body. Um, yeah, so let's say for women, um, you know, fibroids, it's basically like big pimples, you know, like, um, which would be like mucus, pus, you know, um, Toxin. Exactly. And mucus holds on to all the toxins. It doesn't get rid of it or anything. So um, let's say headaches, you know, that's mucus in the brain, you know, um, anything to do with the eyes, the sinuses. Um, it just has different names, you know, um, the throat, the chest, like pneumonia, like it's all these names, you know, um, like bronchitis, pneumonia, COVID, <laughs> um, you know, but it's all the same thing, you know, like heart issues, um, high blood pressure, diabetes, everything is basically based off of um, the body not getting enough air in that one part of the body because of the mucus in it, the over-accumulated mucus. Um, yeah. Yes, thank you for sharing that. Um, and again, with the, you know, I work with psilocybin predominantly, and again, just working with families in a spiritual capacity. And, you know, uh, psilocybin is the go-to for a lot of our spiritual, emotional, and physical um, ailments but also pairing it with other healing modalities because it is not all about the mushrooms. You know, mm -hmm. we have to pair it and have other, again, healing modalities to complement the work that we do and that we're doing to achieve optimum results. And like you say, removing mucus from the body, which I'm sure holds on to spiritual um, toxins as well. Would you say? Mm -hmm. Yes, of course. Emotions, um, for example, like when we eat, um, like let's say we're angry, you know, we want to eat some chips, um, not something healthy, you know, that would be less mucus forming. Um, but just to give you an idea of the difference between like mucus, what you would think comes out of your nose, which is healthy, um, compared to the mucus plaque that I'm talking about. Um, it is basically like, you know, those really thick boogers that are like yellow, like maybe even like white, <laughs> not clear. Um, I, don't, I don't know boogers. anything about that, Sharma. I don't know anything about that. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm sure you see my page. <laughs> um, yeah, so it gets really thick, you know, um, when the body can't digest it, um, digest mucus forming foods, it turns into this ooey gooey um, rubber like um, and not like mucus, you know? Yeah, and I always wondered about that, you know, so uh, being introduced to you and your powerful work. Um, it offers me the opportunity to learn and be better at what I do, you know, so I appreciate you for that, this space um, and for the work that you do. But I wondered about that. I'm like, OK, well, mucus is, is natural in the body. You know, it lines, you know, it surrounds our organs and things like that. You know, the vagina is a mucous membrane. We have these mucous membranes. So thank you for clarity on that. You know, that there are different types of mucus within the body. Mm -hmm. Yes. And that mucus um, helps, you know, um, the healthy mucus helps, like, get rid of, you know, toxins and whatnot, you know? Um, it's basically water, if you think about it. It flushes out, you know, gets 
out of your pores, get out of your um, your bowels, you know, um, making things easier to get out of your body. That's not supposed to be there. Um, but the rubber, the thick rubber that I'm talking about, <laughs> um, that Arnold Eret is talking about, uh, Dr. Sebi, um, Queen Afua, um, all those great artists <laughs> um, in this work are talking about the thick rubber that is really hard to eliminate because it's not meant to be in the body. Um, is what is creating mucus, um, less air to the body, um, hydration, and whatnot. And most of the symptoms that we um, get. Okay. Um, curious, what are, what would you say are some foods that people generally think are healthy that are mucus causing and mucus forming? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say that's the standard American diet, you know, um, but um, let's say beans, for instance, um, that is actually acidic forming, um, mucus forming, like, I guess on the vegetarian, like, you would think that, okay, I'm healthy now, you know, I'm eating less meat, um, but it's dairy, it's meat, it's, I feel like a lot of people think that meat is healthy, but it really constipates the body. Um, and dairy, and I already said that. <laughs> um, beans, I think majority of foods is unhealthy when we indulge in it, um, like um, have too much of it, you know? It can be healthy until a certain point, you know? Uh, because at this point of this, life that we're living, um, you know, we can't be fruitarian right away. We can't be breatharian right away, right? So it's incorporating like more salads. If you are eating meat, if you are having dairy, if you are having fish, eggs, um, beans, um, potatoes, you know, it's creating a salad <laughs> to help promote a bowel movement because that can be really dense in the body and the way it digests, it doesn't digest well, it turns eventually into a goop because of how long it digests in the body. Um, grains as well. Um, yeah, so just having a salad with your, even if it's a chicken salad, a fish salad, and egg salad, a bean salad, you know, um, having a salad helps to push down um, whatever unhealthy food that we eat. Mm -hmm. um, because so what goes in must come out, you know, so. Yes, balance for sure. And again, like you say, what goes in must come out. So I'll allow that to lead us into the Enema, enema advocacy <laughs> that you do, you know? I'm like, I, to be honest with you, I wanted to get an enema bag before we had our chat. <laughs> Ooh, okay. I've been listening to um, you all. Check out um, Indigo Family. Not the Indigo family, but Indigo family on YouTube. And you'll see Sharma with her Kingman and one of her boys. And there's information on there about all the work that she does. But the enema work, I was listening to your mother, too. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Powerful. So please share more with us about that work. Um. I will. So I got into enemas because my partner wanted to get um, deep within his healing uh, modalities. And I was just like, yeah, sure. Why not? You know, I was pretty open to, 
to it. <laughs> I just wanted to experience anything, you know? Um, so he tried it and I was disgusted <laughs> at what came out of him, but I was also really intrigued and I was like, wow, this is so fascinating. Like, wow, like the smell that came out of him, like usually <laughs> like that will probably disgust someone, but um, I was really intrigued. So I wanted to do the same thing, you know, and get rid of that within me as well and just see what came out of me. And the more I did it, the more um, I, sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, the, the more I was interested in what I put inside of me and not just what comes out of me you know, because eventually I got really sensitive to like what I do put in my body and how it would make me feel, um, how I would go to the bathroom, you know, what kind of like the quality of my poop, <laughs> you know, <laughs> my bowels, um, you know, so that was very important to me, the deeper I got into it, not just what came out of me but what I put in now yes what types of now I know I see where you all use like lemon mm -hmm. uh, fresh lemons with your enemas are there any other types of enemas that you recommend to produce particular results um, there are others like just water itself um, which is also a good start. Um, there's coffee enemas, but to be honest, I wouldn't suggest coffee enemas because just drinking like black coffee itself, like my heart is racing. Um, like it just feels dehydrating, you know? <laughs> um, yes. So I wouldn't suggest that with the bowels because like it's closer to your bloodstream, you know, than anything. So I just feel like it would dehydrate you and, you know, um, you would probably also have like, a, I forget what that's called, but after like, you know, when you're high and like you're stimulated and then you go down, you know, like that kind of feeling. Okay. Um, after dinner coffee enema or just having coffee. That's why you would have to hydrate after having coffee because it's dehydrating. Um, so I use lemons um, specifically because of its astringent properties. So it would get rid of the sticky mucus um, that's lining our intestines and colon. Um, because most like cleaning agencies, you know, they always have lemon orange, you know, um, because of its astringent properties. Yes, yes. I know um, a doctor in the Detroit area, Dr. Kafera, and she is a colon irrigation specialist, a practitioner. And, you know, she has her blends of parasite, um, removal products but, and dr dr k is in her 70s and what i thought was powerful is she said that back in the day whenever anyone would go to the hospital for any ailment the first thing that they would do is give them an wow the very first thing they would do you know now they they may hydrate you with ivs but other than that they're you for all kind of testing they want to scrape, they want to remove pieces of tissue from the body and just do all of these tests, but they no longer do an enema as a first line. I said, had you heard that before? I have not. What I've heard is that our grandmothers, our great grandmothers, like that was their first line of, um, of defense was an enema, you know? Yes, and I, I hear it dates back even to ancient Egypt that the enemas were a huge practice there with our ancestors. Yes. So I think that's I, powerful. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I heard that one of the pharaohs, he seen a bird doing it for another bird with its beak. And then he was like, so I think I was saying that. The bird, um, the bird with the enema. Yes. He saw a bird doing it to another bird. And then because the bird, one of the birds were sick and a bird got water put in its beak and the bird poop, the sick bird poop. And um, he was like, okay, we're doing this. Everyone's doing this now. <laughs> I'm doing this. You're doing this. My mother's doing this, you know, um, to help with sickness. Yes. And seeing how colon cancer is so prevalent in our communities. Um, mm -hmm. and, and what happens as well is the current health care system or death care system isn't coming from a place of knowledge and wisdom and understanding, you know? So it's like we're missing out on our ancient healing practices because we aren't aware, you know? So, so many of us um, become casualties due to lack of knowledge about our bodies, number one, because, you know, where do we learn about our bodies? Where do we learn about healing? Um, and healing modalities. And it's typically from those who have been known to oppress us. Mm. You know, so that's just interesting for me. Like even with my own personal birth experiences and up until now, I said, why did we ever go to old white men to tell us how to carry babies and how to give birth to them and how to care for them? It makes absolutely no sense at all, you know? So when we become ill and go to these quote unquote doctors and hospitals, they are not giving us the things to heal our minds, our bodies, our emotions, our spirits at all. Mm -hmm. You know, they're not asking us what types of foods do we eat? How do we feel? You know, um, none of the pertinent questions about exercise or massage therapy or enemas or any of those things. And some people's doctors might. So I don't want to just rule out and, you know, and say that it's all doctors and hospitals because there may be some, but this is, this is just such valuable information to me. Yes, it is. Um, and I feel like if they were helping people um eventually we wouldn't need them you know so there is profit off of our ignorance it's as simple as that absolutely so i'm grateful for, again for our connection through social media that allows us to um learn about more tools that again can assist us as well as our families on our journey you know, as single families and also with childbirth education and healing, you know, um, again, listening to your, you as well as Brittany of Sacred Life of Bee, just listening to your stories of pregnancy and childbirth, um, would like to get into that a bit. Um, can you talk a little bit about enemas in pregnancy? Uh, yes, I'd love to. <laughs> um, so animals during pregnancy help a constipated mother or constipated maiden going into the role of mother. Um, because I noticed that a lot of women were suffering with constipation. They will say because um, the mother is resting. Sorry, baby. <laughs> How can I leave you? Okay, he's good now. <laughs> That's the little one? Yes. <laughs> I know, I know what they do baby over there. <laughs> they not paying attention to me. 
Yes. Another thing that, you know, that I know, and it, and it is true that when you're growing a baby, that the organs and things do become compressed. Mm-hmm. But that's just one yeah. of many reasons for constipation. Yes. Um, and I realize that, like, this whole media has you or a mother be like, oh, you can eat anything now um, that you're pregnant. You know, you're eating for two. And that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> um, because naturally, like, there's not enough room, you know? Um, the baby's, like, hitting your stomach. So it's almost like you're eating less than you used to, or at least than you want to. <laughs> but what I notice during pregnancy is that your body is trying to clean house. You know, some women, they have, like, horrible, um, I forget what it's called, but, um, like, they throw up, they're just not feeling right. Any smell, anything will trigger them to baby, eliminate. Baby, did you laugh? Yeah. Can you get out of the room, please? <laughs> okay, bye. Bye, baby. Bye, baby. Okay. Okay, we're going to have the house to ourselves now. <laughs> okay, so... Um, your body is trying to clean house for this baby that it's about to house. Um, so we go through elimination and then we eat bread, we eat like really heavy foods, um, that our body is trying to eliminate, you know, on top of eliminating. <laughs> so, um, there is a time where it goes through constipation, you know, because we're eating breads, we're eating meat. Um, our body, I feel like at a time with pregnancy, like your body is trying to get you to be in tune with itself. You know, it's like, okay, when you eat this, you get constipated. When you eat that, you get constipated. But we're... I don't know, like we're so disconnected from our bodies that we don't even realize until like, you know, it comes to adversity, you know, with our bodies, like constipation, throwing up, you know, like we have to be in tune with what goes in our body and what comes out, you know? Um, what did yeah, you say? That being in tune with your own body is so key, you know, um, and like they say, and I'm just, I guess I'm getting a download right now. It's like, you know, stress is the number one cause of disease or, you know, all of these other things. But when you really look at it, it's the lack of knowledge. The lack of being in tune with your body is the number one killer. Mm -hmm. I feel you know, and what happens is the more we connect with the current healthcare system, the more disconnected you become, you know, potentially, yeah. potentially, I think there's, you know, again, there's always going to be levels to everything. So it could make you become more in tune like it did for me, you know, and also it could make you more disconnected from the self as well. Exactly. Um, they're not trying to empower you, which is, you know, you gaining knowledge, you know, gaining enlightenment. They're not trying to do that. <laughs> they're trying to take credit, you know. Um, yeah, so they do have like over the counter drugs for pregnant women that haven't been tested, um, you know, as laxatives, you know, so you can have a bowel movement but again it's not tested it hasn't been tested on pregnant women um so you're just taking an, an experimental drug <laughs> basically so um i started doing enemas 
Um, I did learn of this elder um, who did an enema while she was pregnant, like throughout her pregnancy. So I was like, I can do it, you know, like someone's doing it, I can do it. <laughs> and I know how safe enemas are. Um, it's literally just inserting water into the body and then that water um, soaks up the walls and then eventually, or like the hardened feces. So pretty much constipation is just not poo, it's air, you know, it's gas, it's hardened stool, it's mucus, it's parasites, you know, in that mucus and hardened stool. Parasites um, as well, correct? Mm-hmm, yeah. So I started doing enemas during my pregnancy because I wanted to experiment on my body instead of experimenting with, you know, drugs <laughs> um, over the counter, you know. Um, I knew that this was a safe way for me and my baby without um, a really harsh consequence, you know, that I wasn't willing to deal with, like the karma, you know. Now, typically, uh, are enemas contraindicated during pregnancy? I mean, I, I mean, I, that's what they tell you. Yeah, they say don't um, do enemas while you're pregnant. Um, it might cause an early birth. Um, or just any, I just feel like they look for any excuse. But I know many women who have done enemas and... If anything, like if you feel a cramping um, during an enema, it's probably like, like, you know, your period where it, oh, okay. So during your period, you're going through cramps because um, it's trying to let go of poo as well, you know? So it's like also creating contractions. <laughs> So you're birthing out a hardened stool, a sticky stool, you know, like it, it, it's, it goes deep. <laughs> it goes deep. Um, but that's about it. Like you might have a cramp, but like, you're not going to lose your baby <laughs> at all um, whatsoever. And I think what happens with that, for one, everything is not for everyone right? Mm -hmm. um, everybody kind of has their own health history and things going on, but that's why it's important to especially talk to your baby while you're pregnant, talk mm -hmm. to your body. You know, the breath work is so vital. You know, the cramping could just come from the need to relax and breathe. Mm -hmm. You know, the massage therapy that you recommend as well to the womb and the abdomen. Can you talk a little bit about that as well? Yes, massaging is great for the body, you know, to relieve stress, like you were saying, because like what also constipates us is emotional um, things as well, you know, like we are stressed out about going to the doctor's office, so we eat our favorite snack, you know, that makes us feel good, but is not good for our body, which constipates us, you know, but it's emotional constipation because you're not talking to yourself about it. You rather like distract yourself, you know? Um, yeah. Or maybe you're not supposed to go to the, the doctor's office because they stress you out, you know? Um, yeah. So, um, doing an enema, doing massages, doing um, yoga, stretches, breath work, anything that helps you relax. Um, because if you're not relaxed emotionally, you know, like neither are your organs, neither is your butthole, <laughs> um, neither, you know, is just any part of your body, like your tent, right? So that also relates to your womb as well. So your womb is um, tense. So a womb massage is so important because it also releases toxins and not just stress, you know, but stress is a toxin too. <laughs> so... So and, and it makes sense. I've heard um, midwives say that, you know, when 
they're preparing to, you know, assisting a mom with um, getting ready to give birth and, and they do a cervical check. They say the amount of women that are impacted and constipated is crazy. You know, mm -hmm. so it, it's just making me look back now at myself as well as others. You know, it's kind of like you're over 40 weeks, 41 weeks. And it's like, OK, well, can I drink castor oil when, mm -hmm. you know, I think the objective is to stimulate the uterus. But at the same time, it is removing the waste, just like a lot of women end up on the toilet. Like the toilet is one of the best places for moms to labor. Mm hmm. You know, so just the removal of that, you know, in the birthing space, a lot of women vomit or they have to poop. And after that, you have action. The baby comes. It's true. So it's again, true. spiritually, so just just being realistic with with moms and families, some women, you know, well, we hold on to things. But in the same with the birthing space, if there's any psychological stress or trauma happening or if you just may not want the baby or may not want to be pregnant, you're going to hold. You're not going to mm -hmm. eat properly. You're not going to breathe properly. You're not going to trust the process, you know? So again, I'm just, uh, I know I've said it a million times, I'm just grateful for this knowledge and this wisdom that I know will help so many people, you know, again, with the, with the psychedelic space, some people are like, well, I took the mushrooms and I didn't see anything or I didn't feel mm -hmm. anything. Well, our guts are our first brains. So I do recommend laxatives or, you know, herbal teas to help with cleansing. But like I say, this enema, I'm going to be taking them myself on a consistent basis, as well as adding that to my um, protocols with preparing for the psilocybin journey, as well as the integration space. And, and some people may need to do it while they're inside of the medicine space as well to really be more in tune and upfront and personal with their shit. <laughs> yes. It's so funny. I have ha um, done an enema during the medicine space as well. And I'm like, it just makes sense, <laughs> you know, like to um, let go so you can receive more, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like you, you, so again, in the medicine space, a lot of what happens, we already know, and we're in the space of embodying it, you know? So just mm -hmm. like massage therapy and yoni steams and breath work and yoga and other healing modalities as well, when you're in that medicine space, I feel individuals get more clarity and they get more impact out of it because it's not just a superficial knowing, like I say, you're truly embodying it. So if you were to, again, and I'm thinking, just imagining in that space, once you see some of those demons and critters and parasites and low self-esteem and fear come out of you, I think it'll be a definite game changer. Mm. Yeah. That's oh. it. <laughs> yes. Um and even with the lymphatic system as well and your hormonal system, like it's all connected. So I feel like just where we are in this space and time, especially coming out of these pandemics, what we have to look at the benefits, right? We, we all know the, the disadvantages and the horrible things that um, many have experienced, but looking at the bright side. And it definitely should allow us um, the opportunity to get to know ourselves better, our bodies, our minds, what we're consuming through foods and outside of food as well. You know, um, don't want to be insensitive to anyone, of course, but I often say that a lot of people caught COVID from the television and the radio. <laughs> you know, so mm -hmm. you definitely have to be careful what you consume. Again, we hold, and when we aren't properly releasing, you know, it does become a part of you. So again, just a, an opportunity for us to be more aware and more spiritually in tune, you know? Um, mucoid plaque, just briefly, what, what exactly is that? Mucoid plaque is basically like when you brush your teeth, right? Um, or when you don't brush your teeth, um, there's plaque buildup from all the teeth all the food on your teeth. 
Um, so that's what happens with our body. Um, there's plaque buildup and um, the mucoid plaque is also like a lining of like this rubber um, mucus I was talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so the more we like don't let go of all of this um, constipating foods, um, the more plaque that we have. So basically I treat an enema like I would brushing my teeth. <laughs> um, you know, like you want to get rid of that plaque, the food on your teeth, the same way I want to get it off of my intestines, the lining of my intestines and colon. Okay. Um, and briefly, I'm just looking at my notes here. I thought it was interesting how you associated pregnancy with, I mean, constipation with pregnancy brain and memory loss as well. We think it's just a normal thing during pregnancy to forget, but you associate that with constipation. Yes. <laughs> Honestly, I, um, see everything as constipation, um, because constipation is like dehydration, lack of air um, throughout your body, you know? So um, it's almost like creating a separation between your organs and other organs, you know? Um, or like not understanding that everything is one, you know? But we want to create like this separation between us and our bodies. Um, but anyways, <laughs> I feel like I'm going up in the air right now. I'm trying to be grounded. Um, but yeah, I think everything is constipation, everything, migraines, constipation, headaches, constipation. Um, that's why like, I like when people, um, are, angry, sad, happy, like they show their emotions because it shows that they're not emotionally um, constipated, you know? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because when you're detoxing, it's not, it's gonna, it's not gonna be pretty. And it's also emotional, physically, like, you know, it, it's overwhelming. So when you're detoxing, like, a lot of things are gonna flare up. So I don't, I try not to take things personally and I'm just like, okay, this is, you know, like I know what is happening within one, you know, um, even within myself, like fasting, you know, like you'll be, you'll watch your emotions more, you know, and not identify with your emotions as much when you fast. Um, so I feel like that's a, a good break between identifying with one's emotions um, and just anything that's going on with the body because the body is not just, you know, this physical flesh. It's like we have many bodies, you know, the emotional body, the, you know, celestial body, you know, it's all one. Um, so not forgetting that, but also observing it and not identifying with <laughs> this one thing, you know, that you're observing. Um, so yeah, that's why I say um, the mother brain, the um, anything <laughs> is constipation. Like I'll literally be like, my partner will, you know, um, have a heated conversation with me. I'm like, you probably need a poo right now. <laughs> because I also feel like, let's say, you're irritated, right? I feel like that's the body like shaking up to this waste, you know, because we don't realize that this waste is like from birth, you know, with the formulas, with the, with the breads, with the dairy, like from birth, you know? Um, yeah, like, so someone's like in the sun and they're like freaking out, you know, more gun violence and all of that, like, I just feel like it's a lot of toxins that is trying to shake up out of the body, you know, and it just looks that way. Like that's a symptom <laughs> of constipation, you know, within 
a, a culture, a family, you know, like, um, but remember that we're all bodies, <laughs> you know, like we're connected as a, like a collective body, you know, so that you can see constipation in society, you know, like only a constipated person <laughs> would be like, oh, just take this pill, shove it under the rug, you know, and get back to work, you know? Yeah. Um, well, and, so and think, I, about this, yeah. think about this really quick. Sorry to cut you off. It's like when you wake up in the morning and that alarm clock goes off, which I'm so glad I don't live by an alarm clock anymore. But if you got to be to work at 7, 8 o'clock and your body hasn't eliminated, then, you know, constipation is just a part of, of your fighting traffic. You have road rage. You mm -hmm. got to get kids up, get them to school. Did they eliminate before we have to reach these goals and reach these Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. There are people who are walking by you, giving you attitude and all that. They haven't pooed in a week. They haven't pooed in two weeks, you know? Um, so I just try not to take things personally. <laughs> Even though sometimes I'm like, damn, girl, why are you like that? You know, but I just know, like, this is constipation. Um, I know that within myself, so I can see it, you know, outside of me, outside of the concept of me. <laughs> yeah. This is this is so great. Um, it, it truly is because it seems like it's such a small thing when it's major, major, mm -hmm. major. And I'm just thinking about even with my consulting work and just just being human and like you say, just coming in contact with people every day and just hearing, you know, their complaints and their concerns or, oh, you know, I'm just not clear. I need clarity. I need clarity, you know, and they may be saying it and feeling it from a spiritual perspective and they may be spiritually stagnant, but also identifying with that gut health. Like you say, the mm -hmm. mucus, the, um, the plaque that's been in there from God knows when, parasites you know i remember doing a parasite cleanse and was looking online and the lady said you have to remove the parasites the eggs and this is the killer she said and the houses that they live in and i was like whoa, whoa, whoa. houses that they live in you know <laughs> Like you say, you could be eating, you know, just, just how the diet goes in the digestive system. There may be uh, nests of parasites in there, you know. So, again, I'm just like, I'm just so excited because I know this is going to change my life and so many others. You know, I'm not, mo you know, not, not me, but just hearing other people, you know, I'm not motivated or, you know, I'm not inspired and, you know, just all these complaints and concerns. Uh, you're going to have me like, when the last time you took a poop? Mm. <laughs> when yes. was enema? You know, um, oh, um, one thing I was thinking about as well, and I don't know how this works. I, I know I need to do more research, but parasites doing during pregnancy as it's like, it makes sense that we would automatically pass that on to our children. Mm. Yes. Uh, it's generational, you know, like these parasites, like we can see it in the world, <laughs> like this is worldly, you know, like you can see with like ancient comet, you, you may have to take this out. Okay. But, uh -oh. um, yeah, but like you, for example, like um, constipation is also like constipating, again, the air that we breathe. You know, the more oxygen you have, the more um, colored you would be, you know, so the more brown you would be. Um, so the lack of color is constipation. And if the world is ruled by constipated people, <laughs> you know, um, we can only be truly operating in a constipated way of living, you know? Um, yeah. I hope you got that. <laughs> I hope you got that. You know I did. You know okay. I did. <laughs> yes. Yes, this so. is so... Again, it seems so simple, but it's it's so powerful, 
you know, um, like you say, with your partner and arguments and, and things being stagnant. And at the end of the day, you need to be engaging in um, enemas. Now, your, your partner, Ziggy, right? Mm -hmm. Be looking on, you know, your YouTube channel. Like, you like, mm -hmm, this one mine. Yep, yep. I'm going <laughs> to And he has this mucus, like, hanging out of his behind. Mm -hmm. You know, um, and I know for me, I can be very secretive and private in that space, you know, um, but to see mm -hmm. him releasing and eliminating and you all kind of being one within that space, like, I think that's dope. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. In a, in a weird kind of way, just with the vulnerability and the transparency and pretty much healing by any means necessary, which I, I thoroughly believe in that, you know? So again, I'm always like, you know, doing mushroom journeys with your partner and breath work and massage and just that whole nine, but you're like taking it to the absolute next level. You know, and I'm sure there are people out there that do assist in, um, you know, enemas and, and things like that with their partner. But I'm just, I'm in awe for real. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes, yeah. it's really nice to see um, and go through this journey with a partner. Um, I'm a Libra rising. <laughs> um so like everything is partnership for me, you know, I, like I was looking for that partner who I can do everything with, you know, so like this does mean a lot to me that I can heal with my partner, you know, like go places I've never been with my partner, you know, like in the Mercs, in the Mercs, <laughs> you know, and not um, feel like, um, you know, separated you know, like we might go through a separation because of how like in-depth one would feel, you know, like I can't do this anymore, you know, like I've done enough healing, um, but we are always propelling ourselves, like, you know, like he'll be like, oh, have you um, seen that? I've heard of this. And I'm like, oh, okay. And the same with me, um, with him, you know, so we're always like taking each other along for the ride. I love that. And it's also showing me how much I thought I was ready for a partner. And I'm not, I mean, <laughs> I, you know, we, we still, we still got that on the table, but it's like, you know, again, and, and these are things that I practice or, um, and preach as well. You only can meet others as deeply as you've met yourself. Right. Mm hmm. So again, adding that enema and just releasing the bowels and even how that, right? So when, when we talk about um, mushrooms, again, I'm going back to the sacred plant medicine and we're like, you know, we're reprogramming our DNA and awakening our ancestral codes, our DNA codes and tapping into our Akashic records. Like how much more powerful would that be when the blood is more pure? Mm. You see what I'm saying? So imagine the things that we can truly unlock and, and receive the downloads and uploads when the blood is more in a more purified space, you know? Yes. And I know I'm all geeked and excited, but this conversation <laughs> is assisting me in, in my evolution. You know, it's like a missing key. Mm -hmm. You know, so again, we can take 100 grams of mushrooms, but if that blood isn't pure, you know, if we're full of the mucoid plaque and and parasites and all these other things we're still not um reaching our maximum potential or moving you know stagnation if your blood's not moving where it should be moving in a in circular movement you know but it's stagnated here in one organ you know because it's like built up with mucus and whatnot and um, with my experience with the sacred plant and um, also healing myself through enemas and yoni steaming and breath work, um, like specifically after giving birth to um, my new son, <laughs> um, that's nine months old now, um, I felt like the medicine was like, like literally talking to me and being like, 
I, we're working on your womb, you know? Um, so, like, I also have to do the work, too, which is a yoni steam and an enema, you know, um, to help, um, like, creating more air. Like, you know, like, it. Um, what I'm trying to say is that the mushrooms do the work, you know, but you have to also make sure that you're not stagnating that work. You know, you're helping it do what it's supposed to do. Like a help, um, help me help you kind of thing. Exactly. And we probably exactly. would need a lot less mushrooms. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, again, it's an individual practice. You know, we are in a space where everybody is about, you know, uh, community or the illusion of community. Mm -hmm. You know, um, but yes, again, just taking it to the next level, being more pure, being more clear. You know, it's like people are like, well, how did you just up and move to Jamaica? Like, you got to be mm -hmm. about movement and clarity. You know, so I'm like, well, hell, I start doing these enemas. I don't know where the hell I'm going to be at, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll definitely be out of this world for sure. You know, like people will be like, oh, no, I go to the doctors for this. I feel like that's in that world, you know. But like, um, like you were saying, this is cleaning your blood, you know, and that's what it's, that's what's important, you know, is cleaning the blood where you don't need much, you know, less, less is more. And for you taking off to Jamaica, you're like, I don't, I don't need this. Like you shed a part of yourself that you no longer needed, you know, creating less, which gives you more experiences, more unfolding, you know, um, before your eyes. Uh, yeah. And then coming into people like yourself along that journey that allow you to continue to unlock um, like keys. You've given me a key. You understand what I'm saying? That'll unlock deeper levels of myself and my work and assisting families uh, globally, you know? And that's who you are and that's what you do as well, you know? So, so I thank you. You know, I had all this stuff written down about, you know, uh, unassisted birth and home birth and how to prepare. Um, but I think I'm going to leave it where we are today um, so that we can digest. <laughs> yeah. So we and digest and allow all this wonderful wisdom and knowledge to move through us so that we can be in a more clear and literally in light in space mm -hmm. due to this, you know, this clarity. Because again, if I had a dollar for every person that was like, I need clarity, I need clarity, I need clarity. And again, sometimes consciously we're saying we need clarity, but that's the bowels speaking for us. That's the mm -hmm. womb speaking forth or the blood speaking forth but again when we're not in tune we're looking at some of the superficial things like yes you need to quit your job like yes you may need to move yes you may need to move the relationship but again move those bowels first that's so you can be in the space of purity and in this society they don't promote that they promote disease you know you always hear the center of disease control like oh so that's where we go to people who control the diseases we're listening to them we take their health advice and their wisdom you know, so again, this is a wake up call for so many of us to stop going to people who know nothing about you. You know, even as it relates to your birth and your baby, I always tell women, ask your baby, see what your baby thinks about this. You know, talk to yourselves, talk to your organs like the body is a dynamic machine. It's the most dynamic machine on this planet. Yeah. You know, so if we're out of tune with that, then we're out of tune with life, with our goals, our mission, you know. And even if we're not in tune with that, it'll definitely, like I say, this is going to be a game changer. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Sharma, you are the truth. You are amazing. Thank you for your work, your, your sacrifice, your love. I'm grateful for your presence online. You know, you all make sure you check her out on Instagram as well as Facebook. Right, Sharma is the goal. I'll post that, you know, along with the podcast. And you all, she has a enema PDF, right? It's donation based. Um, can you talk a bit about that so that people can connect with you there? Mm -hmm. 
Yes, the NML PDF is um, for everyone, um, women who are pregnant, um, after um, pregnancy, postpartum, women who are maidens or um, they are, sorry, <laughs> mother brain. <laughs> um, they are menstruating. Um, so I, I have you covered, you know, any, any woman, any man, you know, um, I got you, you know, um, but it is um, donation based. Um, basically, I made this because a lot of people like you can find this information for free, you can do that. <laughs> um, but this is, you know, to support my family, and me and um, to support your immune system, your blood, um, and also, like, if you just need that validation, you know, like, um, if you have any questions, you can message me. So, yeah. Yeah, so where can we find you um, outside of social media? Do you have a website or email address or phone number? I do not <laughs> have a website. Um, you can reach me at omanala shop at gmail.com um, that is o-m for mother e-n or native a-l-a shop at gmail.com and you can ask me any questions and i'll message you as soon as i can i got kids <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes, yes. Thank you so much for your time. Um, again, you are uh, a gift, a divine gift to humanity. You are. Oh, you. To, yes, for sure. It, you know, I often think, you know, we say ancestors, 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 but we have ancestors that haven't been born yet, you mm -hmm. know. So when we're talking about healing and generational, um, you know, trauma and clearing the way for our, our, our children, this is a part of that work too, you know? So again, you know, society, everybody is mushrooms, 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 mushrooms. But I'm like, there's other things going on, you know, that we have to take into consideration. And now I'm like the enemas at the top of the list. So I'm going <laughs> to get my bag. Yes. I'm going to get my lemons, you know? Um, I'm sure that, well, I don't know. I'm going to see what I can find here on the island. Um, and experiment with some different recipes. I was already thinking like, oh, I want a rose petal enema. Mm, I, okay. I think that's going to be my first one. I bet, I, you know, I'll be, I'll be a, a good woman. I'll do the lemon first. Because <laughs> that's what Sharma talks about is the lemon um, enema. And I want to, again, I'm like, oh, a rose petal enema. I have a huge moringa tree uh, that's damn near sticking through my window. Every time the wind blows, I can smell it. So maybe I can put some moringa flowers and moringa leaves into the enemas as well, just to get some different, you know, healing energy from the plants, as well as the spiritual energy that they offer. You know, and just being open to what my womb and my digestive system, respiratory system, all of that is, is calling out for. And again, I, I, that's what you're here for today. Nothing is by accident. You know, everything is in supreme and divine order. And I'm really in the space now where I'm looking to move um, into a piece of land. I don't know where it is. I'm, I'm, I'm completely open to spirit. So I really feel like this conversation is going to get me to where I need to go financially because I do have some financial blockages just to be transparent. And I'm just like universe, like, well, what's going on with, what's going on with my money? What's going on with my finances? <laughs> do I have some kind of curse? Like I, I'm, I'm wonderful at what I do and assisting others. Like, so what's the missing piece? And now here comes this enema stuff. So, and when mm -hmm. we're talking about holistic health, we are talking about spiritual, emotional, physical, and financial as well. Mm -hmm. You know, so again, whatever keys that I can get and just being open to spirit to become a better version of myself for myself, for my family and my children and all the lives that I come in contact with. So, yes, 
thank you so much. Anything you'd like to leave with our listeners on today? Any yes. Um, I would definitely say that cleaning out your your colon is cleaning out the womb, which is also cleaning out um, generational trauma, you know, and also a way of getting closer to our um, our better selves, you know, by letting go of things that no longer serve us, um, things that we no longer need to hold on to, you know, um, and less is more, you know, you don't want to hold on to so many things you don't have room to to receive, you know, and clearing out that physical realm would also help you emotionally and spiritually. I know a lot of people um, that do enemas and, you know, they get rid of waste, but what I'm always looking forward to is how they feel right after, like emotionally. How does your spirit feel, you know? And it's always enlightening for them, you know, just lighting up their load. So, and that's something that I could never like share with someone, you know, it's just physical. It's like, okay, you'll get rid of waste. You'll get rid of, you know, inches of your waste. You know, you'll lose weight too um, because the majority of our weight is in our colon. Um, you know, but it's the spiritual part I can't, I can't give you, you know, like I can give you like the bag, you know, I can give you the lemons and stuff, but like what, <laughs> but the groundbreaking results when you release and you're in the washroom by yourself, what you release, I can't release for you, you know, um, so I hope you take this medicine well, which is water. You know, I remember hearing something about um, water cleans everything, but what cleans water, you know? Um, water in all realms is a portal, you know? So this is a portal to a new beginning, a new health, a new you, new breath, you know? Um, yeah. Yes, yay. Thank you so much, divine medicine woman, mother, everything, <laughs> everything, Miss Charma Indigo. Thank you so much. And we'll be in touch probably more now. I'll probably be calling you with some of my um, breakthroughs, literally and figuratively. Yes, <laughs> send me photos. <laughs> Thank you so much. Enjoy your weekend. I love you. I appreciate you. I honor you and I respect you. Yes, my whole family, we love you. <laughs> we appreciate you and everything that you do. Thank you. I love you all as well. Have a wonderful day. May you the rest too. of your day be the best of your day and the rest of your life be the absolute very best of your life. Yes. Thank you.